Hello, Ambush, and welcome to this week's episode of the Desert Tiger Podcast, here with me, the host of the DTP, I am Colton G, and on this episode, I am joined by alt-pop singer Christy Palace as we talk about her new single, Falling For You. Christy Palace grew up in a very musical family, and they began to pass that knowledge down to her at a very early age. So we're going to talk about some of those experiences, some of the influences that have gone on to help her craft her alt-pop sound, maybe a little bit of Avril Lavigne. Yes, yes. And what exactly was the moment that made Christy decide that she too wanted to follow in these footsteps and truly pursue music professionally? We're going to talk about what it was like to finally release her first tunes. We're going to talk about her first EP, Heart in My Heart, and some of the inspiration that went into that album. Of course, it's very much an album about being stronger. So what was she trying to be stronger for? And then we're going to dive into her newest singles. We're going to be playing both of them for you here today. We already told you a little bit about Falling For You. Well, it's a very much a vibe change from the Harden My Heart of before. So who exactly did she fall for that maybe warmed her up to this new vibe? We're also going to be talking about her single, Danger, and its music video, which she filmed at the beginning of the pandemic. Of course, this wasn't her first idea, her ideal idea, but she feels that the video actually ended up encapsulating the vibe of the song in a very strong way, and we're going to discuss why that is all of this and more, like her dad's continued support, and at-home workouts in today's episode of the DTP with Christy Palace. And it's brought to you today by DesertTigerMerch.com because that's the best place where you go ahead and support the show by snagging yourself some gear and repping it everywhere you go with items selling out very soon, so we're actually getting new items in right away. New, new designs too. Yes, that's right, that's right. And with that being said, I think it's about time that we spun Christy Palace's newest single so that you fall for her. Because this is a falling for you. I never needed no one. So you showed up. I used to roll my eyes and never give a shit about love. Now I'm all hung up. Can never get enough. So run to my old rules and write myself a bunch of new ones. Like if you're out of your mind, then you're ready to go. Like love ain't right, so you're out of control. Crazy, baby, baby. 
Desert Tiger Podcast. Hi, Energy. I'm enjoying it. Woo! Woo! All right. <laughs> I feel like we're going to have fun here today. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. It's going to be fun. I'm excited. All right. Fantastic. Are you just ready to jump into it or? Yeah, I'm ready to go. When okay. You are. Cool. Then I guess we'll just start at the beginning. So, in my research, I find that you're from Windsor, Ontario, and you come from quite a musical family so when exactly does the family begin to spread some of the knowledge and the talent down to a younger christy <laughs> oh goodness well you know the music goes back um many 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 years in my family so it all started with my uncle i guess who started in music when he was a teenager and eventually passed on his wisdom and talent to my dad. And, you know, the rest is, is really history. All my aunts and uncles and cousins, everybody is involved in music in some capacity. And I've been around it for as long as I can remember. My dad, um, he owns a music conservatory in Windsor. So I sort of grew up there and I learned how to play piano and sing. When I was, I think, about three, he started me doing all that stuff. So, yeah, I've been doing it my entire life. So it's uh, pretty cool. Okay, so singing has definitely been something that's been around the full time then. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So at what time do you begin to start crafting your songwriter aspects of things? Maybe start writing a little bit of poetry. When does that become into the picture? <laughs> you know what's funny? I, I started writing songs when I was probably five, and not thought they were any good like I remember they were about like fairies and sunshine and things that you know didn't really matter um but back then I kind of 
I remember listening to some pop artists back then, which at the time when I was younger, it was like Britney Spears and, you know, the Spice Girls, people like that. And I used to kind of steal their melodies and I would just make up my own words using the melody of their songs, which is so funny. <laughs> but I started that when I was really young and I've just, I've kind of, you know, ever since then, I, once I started playing instruments fluently, like I was able to sort of come up with my own chord progressions and melodies and, you know, and just kind of snowballed from there. So it's been a very long time, that's for sure. <laughs> no, that is very funny. I feel like that's a, a common thing for a lot of people that they just don't like admitting because one of the first songs I ever wrote was totally a ripoff of Black Sabbath. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I mean, that's, you got to start somewhere, right? <laughs> yeah. Exactly, exactly. Have to start somewhere, start building the progress. So the musical dream was quite alive from a young age, very much a fan of the pop music. At what point did you feel that this was something that your heart wanted to pursue then? Was this very young that you knew that this was something you wanted to do? You know, I it's it was just always part of my life, right? And when I was growing up, I just thought of music as, you know, something that people do. Like, to me, it was just normal. And I think it it wasn't until I had um, a really cool opportunity, and I was actually in university at the time when this happened. I just started, and this was back in 2013, and I had uh, the opportunity to open up for the International Children's Games, which was held in Windsor, and it was like televised in, I think, over 40 countries, and there was about 8,000 people there, and I uh, had the opportunity to sing the opening song for the whole ceremonies, and I mean, I just, I can't, it's indescribable, really, when you get up on stage in front of all those people. It's just, it's a feeling you don't get doing anything else, you know, and I think when that opportunity came my way, like, I had already been writing my songs and recording them, and, you know, I just, I think that opportunity really made it uh, a final decision for me. Like, it's, this is what I want to do. There's nothing else that has ever made me feel like this, and I've been kind of chasing that feeling ever since. So it was the stage that truly caught you then? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, I've I've had so many influences, like musical influences. Um, Avril Lavigne has been my, my biggest one, and I think when she came out, she definitely inspired me to keep writing and just be honest with myself. And, you know, there's been a lot of people that have inspired me to want to continue, absolutely. But I think being on stage is my number one thing, you know, performing and getting to sing is just, you know, it's a feeling that you don't get doing anything else, you know, so. Okay, so I actually want to take a moment to talk about one of those influences that you just mentioned, because when we first start, you mentioned, like, Britney Spears, and then you mentioned yeah. Avril Lavigne. So Avril Lavigne, mm -hmm. not only being a Canadian, being at the forefront of her group, like, yes, there was a band at first that was with her in music videos and hangouts and stuff, but she was still the forefront. So, but yeah. she was very different from yeah. the Britney Spears and everything else. So exactly, like, is someone who has sort of a rock influence into her music, just exactly how influential was Avril Lavigne for you? Oh, she was huge. And uh, I guess I'll, I'll give you a little bit of a, a backstory here. Like, you know, when I, was, when I was younger, I was growing up, the only pop singers that were popular were, you know, like Britney Spears and Spice Girls, like the really you know, almost like bubblegum poppy kind of songs. And that's all I really knew. And, you know, not that it, it didn't influence me in some way, but I think a part of me, like, I, you know, I grew up as a tomboy and 
my dad actually is a classic rock guy. Like he's a rock and roll dude. And he was in a, a band back in the eighties that was signed to a record label and he was always rock and roll. So I grew up listening to rock and, you know, it was, it was always that, you know, that clash of like, where do I fit? Like, do I like pop music or do I like rock music? And I kind of had influences from both. And when she came around, she was just that perfect harmony of pop and rock. And I just, I loved her attitude. I loved her look. Um, and I could just identify with her even as a young girl. Like, you know, I just, I felt like there really wasn't a lot of musical artists, especially female artists that, you know, I could identify with as I was growing up. And when she came out, it was just, yeah, <laughs> that was it for me. I was like, yes, she is exactly what I could see myself as exactly what I want to be hearing. Right. So Okay, so then you finally start to see the progression you want to make. You finally have the feeling of the stage and the rush. Absolutely. And then you start to begin to record music, release some music. Your first album is recorded under your family name, Alive Today. What was it like to Mm -hmm. finally release some of your own music? Oh, goodness. I mean... (laughs) It's, kind of, it's a dream of, of any, you know, up-and-coming artist. I think once you are able to get into the studio and, you know, find a producer that can kind of help you figure out who you are as an artist, and then once it's released, it's just, you know, it's like a little piece of you that you're giving to people, and it's it's a pretty cool feeling for sure. And I remember when that came out, like, again, it, it was my first EP ever, and I was kind of trying to find myself but I I still love it to this day those songs and the way the production was I think at the time it was definitely like it definitely represented who I was and what I wanted to be and it's it's interesting to see how things evolve over the years right Mm-hmm. very very much so so even in that short amount of time so Alive Today ends up getting quite a bit of traction getting some radio play and some of that growth ends up leading to the decision to find a new kingdom to take on the palace (laughs) persona so what was it like to finally leave um your hometowns your family which had been supporting you for so long to finally take these steps in progressing your journey yeah i mean i'm i'm super close with my family i always have been and obviously they played a huge role in what i'm doing now and I think it just got to a point, I, I had actually, after my Alive Today EP, I started actually going to Toronto, and I was sort of, you know, driving back and forth, you know, trying to pursue music, but while still living in Windsor, and although that was great, and it was, you know, great when I was just getting started out, I, you know, I knew that if I wanted to, you know, take things to the next level, like, I, I had to be in the city, and I knew that, so it was, it was sort of a, a leap of faith, I kind of just decided one day like I had to talk with my dad and said listen I think I need to move to Toronto (laughs) and he's like yeah like you do what you got to do right and so he was very supportive and I I just did it and I mean the the whole Christie Palace thing came about just I mean funnily enough my uh, my real last name is Palazzolo and it translates to palace actually so it it worked out it's still my name it's just a little bit shorter and much easier to spell and pronounce so that's what happened (laughs) okay so then let's talk about your second ep your first release is christy palace harden my heart which actually was the first single you released as 
Christie Palace as well. So what was sort of the inspiration for Harden My Heart? I think Harden My Heart sort of came about at the exact time that I was, you know, deciding to move to Toronto. And to be honest with you, I think it was just my source of strength that, you know, I, I kind of needed at the time. Obviously, moving to a brand new city is scary and for anyone that is moving away from their family for the first time and everybody that they know, it's it's intimidating. And I think I just needed a source of inspiration, a source of strength that I didn't really have. And I kind of wrote it as, you know, an anthem for myself. Like, you have to be strong, you got to be tough, and you got to, you know, not let things get to you and just, you know, move on to the next chapter of your life. And I kind of wrote it with that in mind, but I, I definitely made it, generic to the point that, you know, other people, you know, listening to the song could identify with it in their own way. That's really interesting. It's a lot of people say that they wish they could have been the person that they needed when they were younger. And it definitely sounds like that's exactly what you were trying to do. For sure. I think, you know, and again, like I I had so much support from my family and my friends. So it's not even that I didn't receive that. I think I just, for myself, you know, I, I wasn't always the most confident person growing up and I definitely had, you know, issues with being insecure and anxiety and, you know, all the, all the stuff you hear about. And I definitely had that. And I think for myself as you know, the first big move I've ever done, like, I think I, I just needed that, you know, and it's, it's just so funny how music, it helps you, you know, through those tough times. And it, it really did. And it, a lot of really cool things came about from that song too. So it was just really cool. Driving too fast, you told me you like it that way, and kept your foot on the gas. Full speed ahead, boy, driving us right to the end. Ignoring every sign, you like control, and you'll never let it go. You
Desert Tiger Podcast. Growing forward from Heart in My Heart, it definitely sounds with these uh, last two singles that have come since then, Danger, Falling For You, it definitely sounds that you've grown from this place of needing that toughness, that you've definitely come to a lot more of a uh, happier place where it's a little bit more accepting. Am I right in believing this? Oh, you're absolutely right. Absolutely. And I I mentioned before, it's just, it's so funny to, you know, listen to past songs and how much you've grown and how you, how you kind of evolved. And I think since the Hard in My Heart era, if you will, I, I've definitely grown up so much and I'm more open to relationships, to, to people, to being happy. And definitely this song is uh, representative of that. Okay, fantastic. I really really do like hearing that and then of course coming out of that i do want to take a moment to stop and acknowledge some of the uh, awards and things that came your way in 2019 like the jim bean national talent search so what was it like to have the opportunity to not only compete but win something like that oh that was so cool that happened within the first few months of me moving to toronto too so it was a very warm welcome if you will but, you know, when I moved here, I was all about just taking any opportunity I could just to get my name out there and uh, get noticed by people in the city. And so I, you know, I applied to this contest and I ended up making it into the top, I think it was top 10. And we all performed and I ended up winning the uh, talent search, which was so cool. So I was able to uh, perform at the Indie Awards because of that. And I actually received my own little Indie Award for the gym beam talent search. So that was awesome. I mean, like there's no other way to describe it. You know, when you're brand new to a city and you get acknowledged, you know, for your talent and your work, it's pretty awesome. You also had the opportunity for open up for walk off the earth in your hometown. (laughs) So being able to open up for a band of that level is huge, but doing so in the place that you're from in front of people that, you know, I mean, what was that like? Uh, I think, you know, to, to date, that was that's definitely the highlight of my career so far. You know, just, just coming from Windsor and, you know, growing up there, and that's, you know, that's where I started in music. That's, I got so many influences just from my hometown, and, my, you know, there's so many uh, venues there and, you know, different people that were so supportive of me in my career and, you know, my family in general, and being able to kind of come back there to show them, you know, where I'm at now in my career and almost as a, as a thank you, you know, it was just so surreal. I can't even explain it really. Just being on your hometown stage and having people there watching you from your hometown is just incredible. Okay, fantastic. So I want to jump into the new music into 2020, of course. Things have been a little bit uh, different for not only the music industry, but worldwide. So how have you had to alter some of the releases that you have been doing so far this year? Well, I think the biggest change has just been, I mean, there's there's so many, but uh, the biggest one for me has just been performing live. And um, obviously at this point, we're not really sure when that's going to come back <laughs> the way it used to be. Um, just a little bit, it's scary, but... I think as musicians and artists, you kind of have to make that decision. Like if this is what you love and what you want to do, you know, the music doesn't stop. You just, you keep releasing. And 
of course, it's not going to be the same as it once was, but you adapt and you, you change with the times. And, I mean, life is about that, right? So as scary as it is and as much as I wish, you know, things could be different, for me, I've just, I made a decision to continue releasing my music and, you know, perform via live streaming or whatever I can do and continue on. I definitely want to keep doing that for sure. That's good. Got to stay uh, connected with the audience. And like you said, mm-hmm. you are trying to inspire people to be strong with other music. And sometimes we continue to try to inspire as we move forward as well. So it's good to give people inspiration, especially in hard times. Absolutely. All right. And then one way that you've continued to adapt and move forward, given the current situation, was with your video for your single, Danger. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's it's funny because we were kind of gearing up to release that single right when the pandemic hit, when everything kind of went into shutdown mode, and obviously I had different plans for that music video um, in regards to how, like, what I wanted for the video and how we were going to do it, but I'm I'm in a very good spot. I'm so incredibly lucky because my boyfriend is actually the videographer and photographer for me, does all my content pieces, and originally he wasn't supposed to shoot the video, but he ended up doing it anyways, because I wanted to continue on. Like I said, I'm like, you know, we have to find a way, and if we can kind of put our heads together and figure out a way to make this happen, do it, and we did, and honestly, like, I'm, I'm so thrilled with how it turned out, like, I can't really even imagine it any other way, so I think it just worked out for the best, but I'm, I'm definitely very lucky. Like I know a lot of artists are not, they're not able to have access to anybody that can help them do that kind of stuff. So I'm, I'm grateful and I'm very fortunate. Mm-hmm. No, it's a very good video. It sets a very strong tone with the images. Yeah, absolutely. The, even the, the day that we shot it, like just everything lined up. So, you know, that just showed me maybe it was meant to happen this way, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Possibly, possibly. So let's jump into your new single. It just released, Falling For You. So it's about feeling the rush of falling in love too fast. You recently mentioned a uh, boyfriend. Is this song sort of inspired by that? Honestly, the whole song is about him. And it's so funny because I wrote this song right around the time that I had released Hard In My Heart. So it was kind of like, you know, I was promoting, you know, being tough and, you know, kind of uh, staying away from things that could potentially hurt you. And yeah, he just kind of, he came into my life as my photographer at the time doing all my photo shoot pictures. And it just, it just kind of happened. And I think um, I just, I had this totally new mindset. He just changed everything about the way I was looking at the world at the time. And the whole song I wrote about the night that him and I kind of like crossed the line between, you know, friends to the next level. And it's just so funny to go back and and listen to it now and kind of see where we're at now. Like him and I, we live together now and he's a huge part of my projects and everything that I'm doing. And it's just crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. I'm glad that you could find someone that could uh, help open up that uh, hardened heart maybe a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) All right, so you've mentioned your dad a couple times during this conversation, helping you at the beginning, talking to him about moving to Toronto. So 
as you continue to progress with your musical journey? Is he someone who continues to assist with that growth? My dad is, you know, he acted as, you know, my manager in a sense when I was, you know, in the early years of pursuing this career. And he's, he's always going to be such a huge part of everything that I'm doing. I, I owe so much to him. Like everything that I know about the music industry and, you know, playing and performing and singing, everything, writing is, is all because of him. And anything that I do, any decisions I make, I always kind of run past him, even though he's not really, you know, the manager figure anymore. He's, uh, he's definitely still there and he'll always be uh, super prominent in all my decisions and everything that I do. All right. Awesome. It's always good to have that solid connection who not only has had their own time inside the music industry, but also maybe has a little bit of that uh, extra connection. Yeah, for sure. Definitely helps. <laughs> All right, Christy. Well, I've had a fantastic time speaking with you. Before I ask my last question, <laughs> where can the ambush find out more about Christy Palace? <laughs> well, anyone who's listening can check out my website, um, christypalace.com. Everything is linked there. My music updates, everything, all my social media. So they want to check that out we'll uh, be up to date with all the new releases and shows and everything that i'm doing all right fantastic so we're going to change up the pace a little bit here i've seen through your social media that you're definitely rocking the uh, at home workout still going strong with those <laughs> oh god yes so um i just want to know um is the gyms continue to open is there a point where you're going to feel comfortable with it was it a easy transition getting into the home workouts? And for anyone who's maybe f struggling to stay motivated during these moments, is there any words of advice that you could possibly share? <laughs> um, you know what? Working out and fitness has been a huge part of my life for as long as I can remember. Like my whole family is pretty active. And I, I think as an artist, as someone who sings and performs regularly, like it's important to make it a priority just like, you know, practicing or trying to pursue your career and take different steps to get yourself further on. Like, I mean, it's, it's all part of it. I think you, you need to be healthy. You have to be active and take care of yourself. And that's always been a huge thing for me. And when the pandemic hit, I mean, I, I've done at-home workouts before, so it wasn't, you know, a huge big deal to me, but um, it's, it's definitely hard when you don't have like the full gym with all the weights and everything. You kind of have to adjust, but there's always ways to stay active, even if it wasn't exactly as what you were doing before. There's always ways, so you have to kind of improvise, you know, and figure it out. But in regards to staying motivated, I mean, again, if this is the career path that you're choosing, I think it's important to take care of yourself, and you you have to make it a priority. And um, the days that you're not feeling motivated, it's always just best to not think about it and just do it because when you're done, it feels great. And you're always, uh, I find that it sets up really good intentions for your day as well. Fantastic. I love the energy and I've really enjoyed this conversation here with you, Christy. Me too. It was so fun. Thank you so much. Yes, it was a blast for sure. And I hope that you, the ambush, felt the exact same way. And I hope that you also had a great time getting down to Christy Palace's latest singles, Danger and Falling for You. 
both of these songs, including Christy Palace's full catalog, are available, yes, on your, on your favorite music streaming service right now. When you're there, go ahead and hit follow so that when Christy releases new music, it's in your hands, in your ears, ASAP. Because that's the way you want it to be. And with that being said, it's about time I gave my final roaring TTP thank you to Christy Palace for joining us here today to tell us all about her journey so far in this musical world. And of course, I also have to thank Cassandra from over at Strut Entertainment for going and setting the whole conversation up. I also have one of those roaring thank yous for you, the Ambush, the mighty loyal Ambush, for tuning in to today's episode of the DTP. If you're new, or maybe if you just haven't joined the Ambush yet, it's easy. All you have to do is go ahead and hit subscribe on your favorite podcast listening service. You can review the show. That helps us grow, too. Five stars would be excellent. You can share this episode if you like what you heard. It's as easy as taking a screenshot, sharing that picture, and, well, if you want to, tag me, the Colton G, the Desert Tiger Podcast, or Christy Palace in that so that we can show you some love for doing so. And if you want to go that one extra step, you can head over to deserttigermerch.com to grab yourself something to rep the show everywhere you go to give us that little extra bit of support because we love you oh so much for doing it all right next week on the show i am joined by mr zero and david diamond of the kings as we talk all about the 40th year anniversary of their debut album the kings are here as well as their double single this beat goes on and switching to glide all of that next week and until then you know what it is i want you guys to go out there put your paws in the sand journey across your desert find your oasis your mountaintop whatever it is that makes your heart sing to its loudest its proudest out across the valley and until next week bye and stay beautiful because you are.